This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's up, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game. Presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000 and live yourself a bet life. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy Big Dave here is on Twitter at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. We are at CHGO underscore Bulls. We got our pal, producer Joey, hanging out with us here tonight in our downtown Chicago studios. Shout out to Jake. Our boss man, our fearless leader, who was hanging out with us till the bitter end tonight, even he though he didn't have to be. He did not. He did not. Uh, Bulls lose to the Celtics 117-94, to mm-hmm. furthering uh, their hold on that sixth seed. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first, Big Dave, uh-huh. while I collect my thoughts. Sure. Because I you. don't have many, but mm-hmm. oh boy. He's got some rage there. Well, yeah, let's talk about the important things in this game. President Obama was at the game tonight. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he looked absolutely, utterly cool. Uh, go Bulls. It was great. Bulls, uh, I mean, they won the trade Vooch. Uh, he's got to do better. Tomorrow, uh, you know, he's, he's got to go to the cup. Got to go to the basket. He's got to score it. Can't That's forget uh, Steve Kerr. Got to happen. I mean, kids, you know, uh, Scotty Pippen, uh, he's tripping. But he was a good player. Good player. Good guy. It was good to see Obama. He was. He looked good. I, I was at, telling Matt, I don't know why he's dressed like a vi- vigilante nowadays. You know, he's wearing all black, looking cool, but I'm with it. That was an awesome key part of the game for me. That was cool. Donnie Wahlberg was there. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't feel any way about Donnie Wahlberg, Fucking but Boston fans. <laughs> he was there. You know, shout out to his wife, Jenny McCarthy. That was awesome. And uh, yeah, some basketball, I guess, happened. You know what I'm saying? In the game. Look, they didn't, they looked like they didn't want to play from, from the jump. Honestly, they it was no fire, there was no intensity, like nobody wanted to do anything. It was it was yeah, they got ran off the floor from the beginning. Um what did you say what DeMar DeRozan with is, is your leader with 16 points. I mean, Zach Levine gives you 7, you know? I mean, Vooch gave you 13, you know, on 5 of 13 shooting. Zach was 2 of 9, DeMar was 6 of 16. I don't know if this was hangover because they made the playoffs and they just said forget it, they didn't care. Um but I understand the loss was coming. I didn't mind the loot, you know, it's what we expected like that. But this is what you get when you don't put out that effort. This is what you get. That kind of anger and that kind of dark place is what you get from Bulls fans. Like my man, Matt Peck over here, which is why he's letting me go first. I'm just talking to, you know, prolong this because I know where this is going. And I think you Bulls fans know also where this is at. So I'm scared to pass it off, but I have to. Because he's got to get it out. He can't keep it bottled inside. You know, he's got to let it out of him or it will his hat will shoot off of his head with rage. It will fly across the room with that, man. But, yeah, bottom line, they just didn't look like they wanted to play. It didn't look like that at all. And, yeah, I don't know why they were out there. I don't know why DeMar played. I don't know why Zach played. Those guys should not have been playing, honestly. Like, it's done. We, we know what it is. Rest up. It's cool. Just get your rest and it's all right. I have no problem with them getting this rest, man. And, yeah, they just didn't want to do it tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you what you all been waiting for. Let me hand it off to that man, the myth, the legend himself, the rageaholic, Matthew Peck. Why? Why did you even play that game? We were talking about in pregame. Rest versus why not rest, right? (laughs) You've got your sixth seed. You've clinched your playoff spot. Nothing can be gained from playing guys who are hobbling. And I mean hobbling. Hobbling. Zach Levine playing on one knee. Mm -hmm. Alice Caruso, at least they sat him tonight with the bad back and the wrist that's still healing. DeMar DeRozan said after last night's game, man, I don't need rest. Okay, you know what, DeMar? You have your pride. You have the strength that we've seen you display all season long. You didn't need to show it to us tonight. 
And let's not forget that he has been playing on a slightly pulled groin or some kind of aggravated groin injury over the last couple of weeks. He's hobbling too. If you are going to say, nah, to hell with that, to hell with rest, we don't need rest. What we want to do is go out there and compete tonight and try to beat these Boston Celtics because Zach feels good enough to play and DeMar feels good enough to play, then fucking play! What the hell was that? If that's the effort you give, going up against, again, one of the top teams in the East, one of the teams that could be your first-round playoff opponent, if that's the best you can do, then don't bother showing up. All y'all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, glass-half-full optimists, I was here for you last night. We clinched a playoff spot. Yay. I enjoyed it. I truly did. That wasn't me putting on any kind of false face. I enjoyed it. Because, again, five years. Tonight, knowing all of the context that went into this game, what was the game versus what was at risk, and you put up that effort. You can't even call that effort. It's the same garbage. Getting beat in transition after you put the ball in their hoop because your defense is piss poor? Shooting less than 30% behind the three-point line again because nobody on this team is willing or even capable of making a goddamn shot? What was the point? Rest. Rest. Save yourself the embarrassment and save Zach and DeMar the legs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was infuriating to watch. Why? Why go out there if that's what you're going to give? That was disgusting. That was unacceptable. That was unforgivable. Mm. Let's, just, let's just pretend that these last two regular season games don't happen. I don't want to watch them. Let's, let's see who we draw in the playoffs, and I'm honestly not even all that excited about watching that because we're probably going to be getting swept or losing in five because DeMar scores 40 to 50 in one of those games and we pull out a win. Great. Wonderful. That was disgusting, and it pissed me the F off. Joey, how you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> Sun's getting real low, big fella. <laughs> yes, sir. Woo, the rage. You saw I'm feeling. He meant that, man. So we're going right to the peck anger meter outside that's what of that. People are waiting for Let's it. go right to the peck anger meter and see where it is. We're going to calculate it. We got an idea of where it's at, but it's calculating. Take 9.9. You know, honestly, it feels higher. I'm not going to lie to you. It feels a little higher than that, man. It feels like he, ooh, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's about right. That's it. Yes, dude. Uh, first of all, excellent job of having him ripping out of the jersey a little bit, <laughs> yes, too, that's, some, that's some yes, solid. Yes, yeah, seriously. That's some solid seriously. late night photoshopping Honestly, man, right appreciate there. you guys. Yep. That's well done. Thank that's you. well done. Noticing the small details. Oh, yeah, man. We're, we're all about that. But I think the biggest point of, of what – that is saying, and what I completely agree with, is if you're going to go out there and get your ass whooped like that, what is the point of your best players being out there when you're going out there and get your ass whooped like that? Because obviously you wanted them out there because you wanted a chance to actually win the basketball game. And it just seems like <laughs> you didn't care. You know what I'm saying? They weren't there to play and at home. You know what I'm saying? They weren't there to do anything. So if that's the case, why? Why have them out there playing? What are you trying to prove? It's nothing to prove. You know what I mean? Go and get your rest. Rest it up. Put your legs up, man, and chill out. You can do it for Alex Caruso. You know what I mean? You can do it for that guy. You know what I mean? You can say you need to relax. You need your thing. But my goodness, man, why not do it for Zach when you know he's dealing with that knee issue? Right. Why not do it for DeMar when you know he's dealing with the groin issue? Why not do it for Vooch when you know the miles he's had all this season putting on his body and you know what's coming up in the playoffs? Why not take these guys out and give them a chance to rest and heal up? Sometimes, and I said this in the pregame, sometimes you got to save people from themselves, man. You can't just let them go out there like that. Players are going to want to play all the time. But listen, no. And if you're going to be out there, and if you're going to want to do it, actually look like you're going to be out there. Actually look like you want to be out there. They didn't look like any of that. You know who looked like they wanted to be out there? The Boston Celtics. They looked like they wanted to be out there. They enjoyed playing from the beginning on. They enjoyed playing the Chicago Bulls. They, they was like, wow, this is fun. And they're, and they're on the front end of a back-to-back. They got to play the Bucks tomorrow. Correct. And so why was DeMar even in in the fourth quarter knowing you're playing on the front end of a back-to-back? I mean. That's the, that's, those are the frustrating things. Because now I'm like, if I see him tomorrow play, again, why? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, again, like, it's confusing. It's let's confusing. also, like, I knew I just blew my top, but let's not misplace where the frustrations and the anger should be tonight. Eric in the comments just said, are we ready to call Levine a scrub? Ooh, what, what I mean, Whoa, the, the guy who on one knee is still dropping you 30 points yeah. every other night? Like, yeah, come on, man. Relax. No. Relax. Like, yeah, he had a rough night. He was two for nine. Quiet night. He's playing hurt. Nobody showed up tonight. Nobody. Why, why are you coming to Zach tonight? Of all people, why are you coming to Zach tonight? That's nonsense. Yeah. Um, uh, here, here's something that I also agree with. AK in the comments said, Billy was talking about building rhythm when just when talking about the decision for these guys to play. Okay. And not resting guys. Okay. What rhythm? What rhythm? You're going out there on a nightly basis now, dro- dropping by 20. Yeah. What, what rhythm is that? Because mm. if that's a rhythm... If you want to call that a rhythm, that is not the same rhythm that you want to take into your playoff series. No. You're not disrupting any rhythm. If anything, sitting these guys down will disrupt the bad rhythm that currently exists. And yes, I am ready to talk about Billy here. Because mm. it's not just these players and DeMar saying, I don't need rest and... Zach Levine and his sense of pride, this first winning season in his NBA career, the first time he's about to go play in a playoff series, and having that competitive drive, it's what got these guys to the NBA, and I respect that. But at a certain point, Billy needs to say to these guys, not right now, Mm -hmm. I know you want to play. I know you want to go out there and play for us, but we're struggling. The finish line is right over there, Mm -hmm. but then there's a next race after that finish line. Mm -hmm. Sit down why is it that billy cannot say that tonight before this game i have no idea honestly i i really don't i mean we were in agreement and i think a lot of bulls nation was in agreement i know uh, sylvia i was listening to him coming in today like as soon as he heard levine play he was like for what <laughs> he was like, shout why? out to sylvia he responded to one of my tweets oh yeah late in the third quarter being like billy wave the white flag <laughs> like, for the serious, love of god man. and sylvia was like man i don't know what billy's doing right now i was like <laughs> me neither me neither same boat man I just wish I could understand it because I, I think you said it best when you were over there screaming. I don't like it when I don't understand the logic of my team. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't like it when I don't get the logic of where they're coming from. And you're trying to look at it and you're trying to find it, you know, the angles of it. Like he's saying, the, the rhythm and things. You can't, if you ain't got your rhythm, you ain't going to to get it in the next three games. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're about to have a week off in those three games. That's going to disrupt some rhythm too. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know what they were trying to get by by playing these guys. And, again, Matt, it just seemed like they didn't want to play. You know what I'm saying? I know they wanted to be out there, but it just seemed like they didn't want no. to play. You that know what ball I mean? got tipped, and every single person wearing a Bulls jersey tonight was like, no, nah, I'm good. We're good. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right. Don't worry about it. We're sitting this one out. You know what I mean? We're chilling. So that's what we were getting lost on, you know, wanting to be out there, but then at the same time not looking like you want to play it was, it was just two different things to me. You know what I'm saying? One thing being say, said and another thing being done kind of thing. So yeah. that's, what, that's what was lost right there on me, man. But rest them. It's okay to rest them. It's okay to sit them out. It's okay. They are hurt, but they are professionals, and which is why they are going to be like, play me, play me, play me, play me. It's your job to save them from themselves sometime, man. But you can't save me from myself. Shout out, sir, TDE. I'm gonna but need. Yeah. I'm gonna need a lot more of those dulcet tones to calm the <laughs> boiling blood running through my veins right now. I do my best, baby. I do my best. Joey might have me on the backup, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Somebody how it said goes. in the comments, Big Dave's got his work cut out for him tonight. I wait. Don't y'all know how long I've known this man? My work is cut out for me all the time. All right, I accept the challenge of it. All right, it's all. It's new. It's nothing new. It's what I do. It's what I'm here for, and I know my role here. You know what I mean? But you got to let Matt get it out. But, again, his rage is not misplaced. <laughs> the anger is not misplaced. He's right. You know what I mean? We just don't we, – we're trying to understand the why. And, and I think that's the main thing. Of every this. time I take a few deep breaths yeah. and it starts to come down a little bit, I see somebody dumb in the comments. <laughs> Love you, Bulls Nation. 37 cycles. Tell me Marco is going to back up Thompson starting at center next game. Okay. Oh, if man. what you're saying is you want to rest everybody, including Vooch, yes, I'm with you. If that was a trying-to-be-creative veiled shot at Vooch, you Vooch hater, <laughs> Get out of here. 
You vooched it. God. <laughs> you vooched it. You completely vooched it out there. Rob said his peck needed therapy pet, and now might be the time. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those people boarding an airplane being like, uh, yes, this is <laughs> this is this is my therapy mongoose. And he and he must sit with me on the flight. <laughs> That's a good what would be your therapy animal? And why was it why is a mongoose the first one that comes out your mouth here? Just because it, it like it would be something different than something ordinary like a dog okay you wouldn't you wouldn't want the dog i wouldn't want to subject a dog to that <laughs> i actually saw a video on twitter the other day of somebody getting on the plane with a, a peacock a therapy peacock right and right. it's like that's My, a freaking massive animal yeah that's not small like huge like in the aisle like wings like right. touching the people that it's going by who gets who, on the plane with a peacock who lets you on the plane with a peacock like who said you know what come on over this small you know clamped space Get your peacock in here. Why? Also, like, what what about a peacock would work as a, you know, emotional, like, emotional support animal? You know, because there's nothing soothing about a peacock. Oh, sorry, sorry. Actually, birds. actually, uh, United Airlines denied it a seat, I suppose. They denied but it But it was, it was on the plane. Because it was a peacock. I don't know how it snuck on, and then they were like, wait a minute, you can't bring that on. <laughs> It had on a I don't trench know how coat. they got it right. How they got it past the. That's how the, the Ninja Turtles place. do it. They had on a trench coat and a hat, and it just snuck on real quick. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Can you show me to your seat? Listen, if you got to bring a peacock on, just show NBC. All right, let's just do that. You know what I mean? Just turn on NBC. <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? You can't bring on that animal. That's insane. That's completely um, insane. That's crazy. Connor saying a Benny the Bull plushie would work well for Matt. I do have the old red bull beanie baby from the original beanie baby like line. You wow. know, he was like one of the OG beanie babies. Wow. Yeah. Matt's not playing. Oh, I no. would love to just dive into what you had. Because you oh, seem man. like you just have a Well, and, and I don't really have any Beanie Babies anymore. That's the one I saved. Because okay. if you recall, the Beanie Baby craze of like the insane. late 90s. Yeah, it was out of control. My sister and I, shout out M, both had huge Beanie Baby collections, right? Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, people are giving money for these little bean-filled animal things? yeah. And, and my mom was like, yeah, you want to sell them or you want to keep them? I was like, sell them all. <laughs> People are going to give me hundreds of dollars for these little mini stuffed animals? Yeah, I got some basketball cards to buy. Sell all these things. <laughs> and my sister was like, no, I'm keeping mine. I made a fortune uh, spending all the basketball cards. Of course. And years later, my sister was like, yeah, I don't know why I didn't sell those. <laughs> I love how it ended, didn't end great for both of y'all. Although now... My sis has a couple of cute little kids who love those Beanie Babies. Monkey Matt. So maybe she had that in the back of her mind the oh. whole time. And it might make a comeback. Who knows? Who knows? Could still be an investment. But the one that I do still have is my Benny the Bull Beanie Baby. That's which important. Which maybe, maybe I should see if that helps me emotionally when I get <laughs> home tonight. That's your emotional animal right there, man. A plush Benny the Baby toy. Um, so I said Benny the Baby. Ben, yes, Benny the Baby. <laughs> so, okay, here's, here's some... Speaking of not understanding the logic and that being what's sure. frustrating... Connor in the comments saying, I think the reason they started was a morale thing. Getting at least one win against a potential playoff opponent could improve their confidence. Not saying I agree with it, but that could be Really why. quick, Connor's like, not saying I agree with it, Matt. Don't yell at me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Look, man. All right. In, uh, hey, listen. In case you didn't agree with this day. Know. No, Connor, I absolutely hear where you're coming from, and yes. I think you're right. Yeah, I If agree. there's any reasoning behind why they set those guys out there tonight that's why sure my problem is if that's why and then you play like that boom that is utter horseshit boom and you shouldn't have laced them up in the first place boom right there and that's where the upsetting things come from this that's where the rage is I, I tear it, but it's my Joe King yes, jersey. Right. No, he, it's the only thing keeping him calm from going to a 10. It's his Joe King jersey. It's going to be okay, Joe. It's going to be okay. But, yeah, man, those, those are the only things. Like, if you notice, that's the only time I ever got upset, you know what I'm saying, to really get mad is effort. Mm -hmm. Nothing drives me crazy like not putting forth effort. Matt took care of that for me tonight, so I didn't have to worry about it. But, dude, like, that drives me insane when you're not out there putting forth the best effort that you have. I don't care that you lose. I really, truly don't. Everybody loses. It happens. But you can control the effort that you put forth out there. 
And you heard even Kendall Gill, like, just looking depressed dude. after it was over. You know what I'm saying? He's like, what and, the hell? And nobody's better at putting on a brave face than Kendall Gill. Yeah. We witnessed it firsthand for two years. Yes, we did. That man was in one mood in the green room, and then that red light came on, and Kendall was like, hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, you could tell tonight when that started. But yeah. He, he's pissed. He's pissed. Anybody man. who watched tonight is pissed. Yeah, because you didn't understand. Because it it clashed with your logic of why they were out there. And then it clashed with your fandom of your team getting whooped on like that. So those two things are fighting each other. And it's a losing battle, man. That kind of fight. And it was, it was just a frustrating watch. that we started having other discussions. Like, do you put your socks on or your pants on first? And, of course, the psychopaths, uh, Joey and... Matt here. You put your pants <laughs> yeah, on put first. Put your pants on first. You put your socks on. I don't even wear socks half the year, so that's like <laughs> your your logic is flawed from the get go. Oh, that okay. That can explain. I never why. I never walk out the door without pants. That's I weird. often walk out the door without socks on. And because you wear sandals a lot in the summertime, constantly. Yes. I am nothing but Burks <laughs> from May to October. I am Burks, okay, baby. Now it's starting to make sense. I am a socks person. You are I'm weird. I'm putting on some socks. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. But what are you walking around on here? You know what I mean? You put your socks on, man. You know, there's like, you know, the the pre-shoe. <laughs> it's putting on your sock. Have your socks on, man, before you're walking around. Let's say you got to go downstairs. Somebody rings the doorbell. It's just running down like they're barefoot. Boom. You hurt yourself. You hurt your toe. And then you go down. Anything can happen. C-Red UK. C-Red UK says socks first makes the pants easier to slide on. What kind of no, weird ass pants That's do you true. have, there's, dude? No, there's that what is kind of weird. That. that is scientific. There's no weird scientific fact. friction is on your feet slash pants that you have to like lube them up with your <laughs> socks. That's just a weird. Yo, yo. Tell I mean, me, come on. I've never me, dealt with that problem. Tell me you don't lube up your pant legs and your socks. <laughs> and I really like, I really like C-Red UK. I really agree with most of Like, I love their presence in the comments, but I don't. That one is a little confusing to me. I agree with you. I understand it because you don't put your socks on first. That's why you can't get it because you don't put your socks on first. Whoop, they slide on fast. He is correct. They do whoop, just like that. That's the sound it's going to make. Just like that, Joey. Trust me. Try it when you go home tonight. Matt did. He hated it. <laughs> try it when you go home tonight. Put on your socks first and do it like that. I did it his way, and I hated myself immediately. I, I didn't understand. I was very confused. <laughs> I didn't get it at all. It's not my thing, man. No. Socks first. I like it. People in the comments ain't feeling that? Uh, no. Going crazy. People in the comments are just saying, never say lube up in socks in the same <laughs> sentence. People in the comments are like, can you guys talk about the Bulls? Um, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter whether or not the Bulls had socks on tonight. They freaking tie their shoelaces from the opposite Ooh. feet together. Absolutely. Before they came out there. Um, I think, well, if you want me to go positive here. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna go positive, or at least Dave is gonna go positive. Stick around, <laughs> stick around for that. But first, Big Dave's gonna tell you all about points bet. Yes, let me tell you about some points. Speaking of positive, bet, baby, because it's the best way to support CHGO, and that's to download that points bet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you will get two count them, one two risk free bets up to two thousand dollars but that is not it if you make a fifty dollar or more first time deposit you will receive a free chgo membership which unlocks all of that cool awesome sexy web content and you will get a free t-shirt of your choice from that chgo that's two thousand dollars in free bets a free chgo membership a free T-shirt from the CSGO locker, all for making more than all, uh, all for making more than a fifty dollars first time deposit <laughs> at PointsBet. Oh, that's how you save it. You like that? I did. Thank I you. like the I like the neurons misfiring in your brain oh, yeah. for a second there. They had to hit the rewind. Fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. And also introducing PointsBet's new feature: live NBA same game parlay. Because for the first time ever. You can build the perfect live same game NBA parlay only uh, with a points bet. You can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, and we know that you do, you can also bet, bet, boost your live same game parlay. You can watch live, parlay live, and boost live with points bet. And all the cool people out there that live in Illinois, I ain't saying that you're not cool if you don't, but I'm only talking to the cool ones in Illinois. You can download that PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Because once the game starts, you don't just bet. I'm not passing it because he's angry tonight. 
You live your bet life with points bet. Hit me one time, Joey. Money, money. Money. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if you were going to pass it to me when you said, so what do you do? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, bet all the bulls to lose by 10. See, yeah. I, so, swish. So you're saying I knew what was coming <laughs> as usual. Yes. Again, this is my job here. All right. This is what I do. And uh, I'm happy to do it. It's a very, very thin silver lining for me tonight. <laughs> Just like last night, I thought, I bet the Bulls are going to go out there and lay a freaking stinking egg. Yeah. So I'm going to take their opponent to cover the spread and then some. Mm-hmm. And two nights over, I'm a wealthier man. <laughs> Points bet. <laughs> Today's episode also brought to you guys by Strava Craft Coffee. Which is a game changer, folks, and has Ooh. helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh roasted specialty coffee mm, infused mm, mm. with organic broad spectrum CBD. Mm. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high, Mm-mm. doesn't make you hungry. Mm-mm. It does offer real benefits that can help you. It can help you feel alert and focused without those coffee jitters. Like you that. can live your day more balanced with less anxiety. Hello. <laughs> Fewer aches and pains. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. I'm going to need a good night's sleep tonight. Let oh, me tell you oh, that. all about that, Strava, baby. The best part, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch. Fresh and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures mm. for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. And right now... You out there, our CHGO viewers and listeners, can save 25% off your entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. Try it. It's delicious. It's good for you. Mm. It helps your aches and pains, mm. helps your anxiety, mm. helps you sleep. Mm. StravaCraftCoffee.com. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Please do that again. <laughs> I already forgot what I said. <laughs> Helps your brain and your mind, too. Right, too. <laughs> that was amazing. Actually, it's Schneeblade. Schneeblade. <laughs> Uh, all right, nice. so before we went there, oh, hold on. It's a magic oh, number. what a great segue uh, from Samity, who said, I'm here for Dave's positivity <laughs> and, and Beck's stash. Thank you for that super chat. Yes. We were leaving off on some big Dave positivity. Yes. Hit the people with some positivity, Dave. I'll do my best here, ladies and gentlemen. Here's some two things I saw that I actually liked tonight. One was actually Kobe White hitting shots. <laughs> that was something I liked. Today, Junior. Yes, because if I talked about it in the pregame yesterday. I felt like he was going to come out of that slump. He did. He started hitting his threes uh, the last game, and tonight he hit threes early on. Of course, he didn't, he didn't hit enough, but nobody did. I'm not blaming that on him. All other thing I liked was Derrick Jones Jr. for the second straight game, Matt. Looked like he should have been playing <laughs> like weeks ago, right? He had another game where he's flying around. He's dunking the ball now. He didn't hit a three. He was 0 for 4. The fact he took four threes let you know what kind of game it was, Dude. by the way. But it was just the fact that he was flying around on the floor for the Bulls, man. And he didn't look lost out there. He didn't, he, it's weird because I'm still trying to, again, find the logic of why he couldn't play and they couldn't find room for him on the floor. But they found it now, and it feels like he's finding his space. And it feels like he's going to get more of that playing time come that postseason because they're going to need all bodies on deck when they're going up into that postseason. But I like what I saw out of Derrick Jones Jr. tonight, man. The high-flying ability, which also led to the offensive rebounding, which also gives you a guy who can space the floor when he can do things like that. I like Derrick Jones Jr. and what he did tonight. I just like how he played. Yeah. Um, I, I got real spooked when there was that one play where DJJ – fell and then was yes. behind the play and down for yes. a while and then every time out yes. and he you know limped to the bulls bench after and i was like oh my god that's the last thing we freaking need right, <laughs> right now right. but it's crazy that you know djj was out of the rotation since coming back from the finger after a handful of games and had been out for what was it like five dnps from him recently yeah. and then you know he finally you know gets like a couple of minutes off the bench and, and in a couple of those games it was garbage time he finally gets some real rotation tonight um, 23 minutes, 
And I'm like, man, you know, at, at least he's shooting those confidently. Yes. 0 of 4? Yeah. Okay. He looked like one of the few people on his Bulls roster who's not afraid to shoot a 3 right now. Right. And I don't like 0 for 4. It certainly contributed to the Bulls as a team tonight. 7 of 23. For the love of God. Oh, can we get some shooters? Please. But, Thomas. again, like... And it's not just the, the corner three. You know that DJJ has some levels of lethality yeah. as a, a dunker spot guy, as mm -hmm. a rim roller, a guy who can finish above the rim like that. Mm -hmm. And also the defensive switchability and yeah. versatility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, throw him out there as a four, throw him out there as a small five. Right. And I just, you know, other than Tristan getting you your three or four offensive rebounds slash, you know, loose ball fouls drawn. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't, He's I don't get, get it. No, I don't get it. If the Bulls are going to get freaking dominated on the boards regardless. Yeah. Go with the athleticism. Go I with the you. athleticism. Because earlier this season, what was working for this team? Athleticism. And a Super Saiyan DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, right. and Lonzo Ball as well. Oh, oh. But yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Lonzo! <laughs> Also, I think we also had uh, one of the Bulls' defensive plays of the year uh, tonight also. That block? The block. Mm. That block by Javante Green was ignorant. I thought it was goaltending. It was that good. I was like, wait, that counts? Like, you forget he's six. I love that he just always makes you forget he's 6'4". I've said that all season long. Yeah. You don't even know he's 6'4". Dude, he, it was Jason Tatum, for goodness sake, at the rim. And, yeah. I mean, he went up, man, just flat foot. And went up and, I mean, got that ball that just threw that. It was impressive and incredible to see that kind of athleticism from him, man. I'm always excited to see Javante Green in the game for the Chicago Bulls because I always feel like something is about to happen. Well, I'm about to say, ooh, you know what I mean? Like something like that is going to go down, man. He He's just awesome. But, yeah, that was honestly might be the block and, of the year for the Bulls. And, you know, honestly, I said earlier that pretty much nobody looked like they wanted to play tonight. That was mean and that was unfair, too. Javante, Javante Green. Green. That dude always looks yeah. like he wants to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even that one take he had earlier in the game, where it's like once a game, even if it's not a dunk, Javante just somehow finds a way to beat his man off the dribble and fly to the hoop, and he had this crazy – it was like a finger roll, but a finger roll that needed to go up and over right. a guy who had his outstretched hand by the rim. Right, right, right. It's, you know, just like aggression plays like that. And again, offensively, not just defensively – Always from Javante. That's so why Stacy says there's five Javantes out there. Because his level of effort on any given night mm -hmm. looks like 5x the level of effort of everybody else out there. And that is great for Javante Green, but it's also a bad freaking sign for this freaking Bulls team. Freaking, freaking pissing me off. Freaking and fracking. He's freaking and fracking. Freaking fracking. I feel like Joe Pesci in Home Alone right The wet bandits. I'm going to kill that kid. With wet bandits, Suck brick, kid! I wish I could throw a brick collectively at just... Not the Bulls. I don't want to hurt them. No, you don't. The, I, the concept of the Bulls, uh -huh. I'm throwing a brick at him tonight. Get this man a raised room immediately, <laughs> please. Joey, I mean, why, why haven't we done this for him yet? Somebody was asking if, if we have the rage room or if we're just hiding all the broken items off camera. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent Jay, question. Jay suggested the conference room earlier, and I'm like, you mean the one room in here that's made of all glass walls? <laughs> oh, Studio B that's could be, you know, like a decent option. Yeah, that's got three just, you know. Kevin and Lawrence's Drywall office. walls. Yeah. Kevin and Lawrence's office. There's so it's pretty durable. There's, I just brick realized in there. how much glass is in this office. There's too much glass in this office. I, I'm scared now <laughs> because he said this. I'm mad he's come to this realization. It is like hmm, I've got to run through it now. It didn't mean that I want to break it. It means that I'm uh, uh, scared that I will accidentally break it. it. But you'll be nowhere near the glass in watching the game. So. You'll be doing that on purpose if you're breaking glass. I didn't, I didn't even throw my hat tonight, Dave. That's true. I was ready for it. Honestly, I was ready to my head it. all night. What can you even really blame him for? Like, not to go, you know, it's like, it's like Dave, he's like the winter soldier. You know, he comes out of this trance after the bulls get blown out. Yeah. He sees a bunch of broken glass. What did I do? Yeah. What happened true. this time? You and know, I gotta, I gotta be Steve Rogers. We gotta, you know, <laughs> gotta it's not my fault. Here. It's not my fault. I was built this way, you know. Not, man. You know what I'm saying? I gotta fight him and protect other people from 
taking him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a battle that I fight all the time. Man. Yeah. But hey, I'm Big Dave, you it. are Captain America, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm built for it, man. I'm built for it. Um, Niles in the comments saying, why can't, why can't we just start Iowa point, Kobe at shooting guard, Javante at three, Paw at four, Tristan at five, and then bring TBJ, Marco, Bradley, and DJJ off the bench. If you're referring to these last two regular season games, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Do that, Billy. All of that. Give it to me. Well, actually, I'd like to see Matt Thomas get some of the minutes, but he was hurt tonight. Maddie Legend. I'd like to see Maddie Legend in the game. With man. that gruesome leg contusion. <laughs> That he got, I don't know, walking to and from the laundry room in his house. Oh, the disrespect, sir. He must make sure his legs are right. Do you, do you think that was a Carlos Boozer injury? You know, <laughs> you remember when the Bulls first signed Boozer as their constellation prize in the summer of 2010? Yes, I do. And then right before training camp, yes. we got that report. Uh, Boozer fractured his wrist. Yes. Uh, what? Was he playing pickup? No, he tripped over a suitcase in the front hall of his house. <laughs> I remember the first thing I said was, how do you fall? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of way do you fall when, when you trip over? I just put, like, a push-up? Is that what's going on? You're trying to catch yourself. My goodness, though. But, but then you break breaking your wrist? your wrist while doing <laughs> like, so. how? You know what? You're not bringing me back there. Sorry. You tried to take me to the dark place. You tried. Dude. Not going to go. Not going there, man. The boss. Need the info. I mean, not going. Bulls defense is so bad, you might as well have thrown Chucky Brew out there tonight. <laughs> My goodness. It's so true, man. Yeah, and, and uh, man, I can't say enough. Just And, again, let me give Boston some credit, too. I don't want to just gloss over what they were doing because they were on complete fire. Yeah, they right? were. They hit yeah. every single thing tonight. Every single three-point shot was up and in for them, man. But it was those effort things that was driving us crazy because you're watching Daniel Tice just outwork, you know what I'm saying, people. And we know that's a part of his game, you know what I'm saying, working hard, you know, on the glass, working hard, you know what I'm saying, in the paint, you know, things like that. But, man, there was no one to counter it. And that's the problem that I was having, that Matt is having right now. There was no one to counter it out there, to go up against him, you know what I'm saying, and put forth their energy and their effort to go against a Daniel Tice. We're not even saying Jalen Brown, you know what I'm saying, or Jason Tatum or something like that. It was Daniel Tice. And you know Marcus Smart. You know he's going to give that maximum effort every time he's out there. That's going to be a thing. And Al Horford, my God, can we put him on the list? Oh, Bulls he's on killers. the list. The Bulls Killers team? My goodness. He is on there. Dude, I don't know if he ended up, but at one point he was 7-7. Seven seven. He hadn't missed a uh, shot. Let's see. Al finished 7-7, seven of seven, including 3-3 three of three behind the three-point <laughs> line. Quick, easy, 17-10. and 10. And was out of there. You know what I'm saying? In and out. Boom, boom. Bong, bong. Bing, yeah. bong. Bing, bong. Bing, bong. But, yeah, man, it, it, that's the stuff that was driving it extra crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're hitting every single shot but they're giving you the effort on the offensive end and the defensive end. Because, again, remember, that block, Matt, after Javante Green got that block, everybody's energized. What happens? The ball goes down the court, gets into Patrick Williams' hands, you know what I'm saying, takes the step, goes inside, sees Kobe, tosses it to him, he's open, Kobe shoots the ball, and they blow the whistle because Kobe stepped out of bounds. Mm. Ended it all right there. Into well, that whole scrum. He, he, he saw that young man do it for Kansas on Monday and was like, well, there's an idea. Maybe, maybe I'll try that. Oh, man. Kansas won. Kansas won. He stepped out of bounds. It's if true. I step out of bounds, maybe we'll win. He's a UNC guy. He was probably looking at that. Mm. You know, but, yeah, it was tough. It was tough, man. Like, just those things just mount up and build, and it's just very frustrating. We know in the grand scheme of things, you know, the 60, we know this loss doesn't move the needle or do anything like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to hurt. But it's just the fact that you put your best players out there to perform and nobody showed up to perform. And so it was like, what the hell was it all for? You said perform and showing up to perform a couple of times. And I just had a flash of a Frank Thomas Nugenics commercial run through my head. What? (laughs) (laughs) Big hurt. Really? Is that who that is? Mm -hmm. Frank Thomas? Really? Big hurt. Oh, thanks very much. (laughs) Never heard of him. I think it's just because I saw one on earlier today. Oh, okay. And then once those are in your head, yeah. they're hard to get out of there. So that means you said she'll like it too at least three times. Yeah, he said she'll like it too. I'm telling you, we here. Yeah. We're going to be here. We're going to be here, man. Yes. 
Uh, all right, we'll have a few more thoughts and get to a few of uh, a few more of y'all's comments. Uh, we appreciate you for hanging out with us on an ugly, ugly Wednesday night, Bulls yeah. Nation. But first, Big Dave, one more time, hit the people with the points bet, would you please? Oh, do they want the points bet one more time? They want it one more I time. I say, do the people want the points bet just one more time? One, one more time. Well, then let me hand it to you one more time, baby, because all you know, it's the only place you can go to help the CHGO. Oh, I'm rhyming right now. Mm-hmm, oh, I love mm-hmm. doing that right there. But if you want to help CHGO, <laughs> Go download that points bet app. Use that code CHGO when you sign up because not only are you going to get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that web content, and, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from the CHGO. And, again, all the cool people, Illinois, I know everybody's cool, but just cool people in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever so you can start living your bet life uh, in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Because once the game starts, you don't just bet. Matt Peck? You bet on the Bulls to lose. Ah, I gave him one. I mean, you live your bet life. Oh, with points bet. Joey, do you got me? <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Knights of Columbus, that sure. hurt. <laughs> yeah, that, that hurt watching that Bulls game tonight. Uh, Rob saying, I'm shocked. Our first quarter strategy of giving Boston wide open corner threes <laughs> didn't work. Shocked. Um, yeah, you mentioned it a minute ago, Dave. Yeah. Just like the amount of on-fire shooting that the Celtics had tonight. And again, it's a it's an unsettling trend. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I saw our, our buddy Jason Pat from Cash Considerations tweeting about this earlier tonight. It's like, this Bulls record against these top East teams is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Also, it seems like every time the Bulls play one of these teams, they have a night where they light it up. Every like, I, I believe the Celtics finished 46% behind the three-point line. Did. 17, 17 of them. Mm-hmm. We've seen that happen to the Bulls a lot. And again, it's, okay, how much of this is, wow, they caught a team on a night where they were shooting hot versus... You're giving guys open corner threes. Mm. Stop giving guys open corner threes. Mm. It looks, I mean, it's a little both, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying that's what it feels like. And I mean, just wide open looks. <laughs> like, let's be real on that. Those guys have had some wide open, awesome looks. Wide open spaces. <laughs> is that uh, Jewel? Who is that? Who's that? Who's that? Oh my God. That I song know, came know, out know, two know, decades before I know, Joey was. I know. Born. I'm just messing with him. I'm just <laughs> messing with him. I'm messing with him, man. The Dixie Chicks? Wide open spaces. I, my, my initial gut thought was Jewel, but I don't know Jewel's okay. like, catalog at all. It is the Dixie Chicks. Hey! Ooh. Second guess was right. Second guess was on it. He'll take it because he oh. was right on it. Yes. But, man, dude, like, it was just – and, and it, for me, it just wasn't the corner three. It was from everywhere behind the three-point line that they were wide open, from the elbow, from the top of the key. It didn't matter. I mean, they were just pulling up. You know what I'm saying? And just firing on them, man. Like, on fire. Like, even uh, uh, Al Horford's three-point shots. I mean, a couple, the two of them were top of the key. Just wide open, top of the key shots. Cash money. Like, guys just really catch fire and catch their rhythm when they're playing against the Chicago Bulls, man. When it, especially when it comes to that three-point shooting. So, I don't know to attribute it to, but I know tonight I'm attributing it to effort and not going out there wanting to play. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's time to lose by 20. <laughs> you know what? That would cheer me up and go home and watch Cool Runnings. Oh. That's, all, that's always a, a mood okay. pleaser, a mood improver. Joey, have you ever heard of Cool Runnings? Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. We got him. We got one. Oh, Come my on, goodness. give me some credit. I gave you a little yeah. bit. I gave you a little. I gave you a little. Right yeah, I, that movie came out in like 1993, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. Speaking of songs about wide open, Connor said, Q with arms wide open. But that's uh, yeah, that's with arms wide open. It's definitely Creed. That's, that's for sure Creed. Creed. In your face, <laughs> we're going to this space. Anish saying it sucks. I've already begun thinking about potential off-season moves when our season is, isn't even over yet. I, oh, I don't. I don't blame I'm, you, man. I mean, I hear you. 
I mean, it's I a tough, terrible loss. I'm not mad at any feelings that Bulls fans have right now. Seriously. No, not. Feel, uh, it, feel it all, man. Charlie saying, I like Kobe, but man, why couldn't we draft his teammate Cam Johnson, who would look so good in a Bulls jersey? Remember man, when that draft lying. happened, though? When Everybody Cam Johnson got drafted, they were like, what are you doing? Everybody, including his own teammate Kobe, was shocked that he went as high as he did. <laughs> and he went end of the lottery, if I recall. Yeah, it was or like late lottery. Late lottery. Yeah. yeah. It was late lottery pick. I've got a question 10? for you guys as we finish it up. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, not at all. What, we are vamping. In, in more of a, right, last couple minutes here, we could talk about the Bulls getting blown out a couple more times. Or I'm just curious. I mean, on a semi-realistic level, like, and maybe not even, you know, like in a perfect world where you could keep everybody on this team, but like who would be one, maybe not like a KD, LeBron, Giannis type guy, but who would be one offseason, you know, acquisition, whether he's a real free agent or not, whether it's he's going to get moved or not. Like who would be an ideal piece to add to this Bulls team? Like for me, it's like someone that could spot up, play without the ball, you know, defend multiple positions. But I'm just, I don't know who jumps out, you know? mm I guess, I mean, I guess you said AD, you know what I'm saying, is oh, that guy. I guess gross. he would be that one. Oh, my God. Gross. That, no, that would. Like, imagine that on the back line. Like, I mean, I like Vooch, but if you swap Vooch and, and AD, well, right, like, you know, yeah. with that, the defense, how, how much of a step up you're taking. Oh, your defense is immediately better. Like, you get Anthony Davis out there. He's Even, I, like, Rudy Gobert, I think, is an interesting guy just His to talk about the name, up. right? His, because he's going to get moved. There's a good you chance. Lo- have oh, you right. looked at his contract, Joe? Awful. The worst Rudy's contract in the NBA. I agree. Holy Lord, it is bad. I agree. But for the sake of this hypothetical, yeah. without the contract, like, that's so, a guy that, I don't know. With the this, de- with that defense, you got guys that are gonna put the ball in the in the hoop, you know. Lamar and Zach or Demar and Zach are gonna score. Um, I don't know. I mean, speaking of Cam Johnson, our pal Will Will uh, Gottlieb, who sadly, uh press conference started late and ran late. So okay. we won't hear from Will tonight. We'll talk to him uh um tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway. His idea that he was like, I don't know how the Wolves could pull this off, but if they could pull this off, mm-hmm. is getting Aiton and Cam Johnson from Phoenix. Yeah. If the Suns yeah. don't want to pay Aiton, because you know they pushed off that decision, and Aiton was like, "Give me a, give me a max contract," and the Suns said, "No." It'll be interesting to see, especially if the Suns make another deep run, go to the finals again, maybe win the finals this year. Right. Do they say, "Okay, we should probably pay DeAndre Aiton and keep all of that core intact"? But it's it's not like sending Phoenix Vooch and a piece here or there is going to make right, that trade happen. Right, no, exactly. like you're talking about mortgaging a hell of a lot more of your future draft capital, which Bulls still owe one to Orlando. Yes, they do. Still owe that other one to San Antonio mm-hmm. for DeMar. Um, but speaking of guys who could maybe help this team's defense a little bit mm-hmm. and rim protection, that backup that the Clippers have, Isaiah Hartenstein. Mm-hmm. Hartenstein. Mm-hmm. Lowest opponent field goal percentage at the rim. Dude, he mm-hmm. is legit. Mm-hmm. He is I give me that guy. I like his floaters mm. inside. I love the floaters that he shoots inside. Another one I like is Mitchell we Robinson. and we just saw him when the, when Bulls clips played last week. That's why that That's like true. fresh in my mind. Fresh I was like, brain. yo, that dude's good. And I watched him back to back because I watched that comeback that they had. Against yeah, Jack. he was completely instrumental in mm-hmm. that. You know, but Mitchell Robinson is another one mm. that I somebody think Michael in the comments just said Mitchell oh, Robinson. Oh, shout out, my man. But shout, but shout out, yeah, Mitchell Robinson is the guy that kind of fits that bill, especially defensively. He fits that mold for the Bulls, and you can have him be that impact guy coming off the bench uh, for them playing that five. If Vooch is still here, you know what I'm saying? He could be that guy coming in off the bench, supplying that for the Bulls, man. He, he could be real formidable at that position for sure. Uh, I like him. For whoever doesn't realize it, the Bulls have a lot of pieces. Like, it's not like this is some crumbling, like, you know. No, it's With not. the right addition of one or two guys, this no, is it's like just, a. It's just be sad a, because of what they saw tonight. Right. But, you know, this is, <laughs> you know, there's still reason. a lot of good pieces and young pieces. Oh, tons. And, you know, oh. there's guys that you could package up and, and move. And I, there's still yeah. some roster flexibility. Like, yeah. I'm still excited to see. No, absolutely. I'm still excited. What but, direction but, we're going to go. And I'm sure we'll, and uh, trust me, when the offseason comes, we'll get into all that good stuff for sure. But. Yeah, just it's just tonight what they saw tonight. You know what I mean? And the logic fair, that was fair. defied. You know what I'm saying tonight. And this is why people feel the way they do right now. Again, as we've gotten pieces back, Patrick, Alex, and we're saying, all right, injuries are no longer an excuse. To me, Lonzo was always the biggest piece missing. Mm. And when you look at, uh, uh, 
when you look at what the Bulls did mm-hmm. earlier this season, mm-hmm. and sure against a softer schedule, but the foursome on the floor of Alex and Lonzo, Demar and Zach had like one of the highest net ratings of any foursome in the NBA. Right. Still do. Small-ish sample size because they've been missing guys. But oh. And then, oh, oh. You heard the sound. Oh. We, th- we didn't think we were going to get him. We got him. There oh. he is, ladies and gents. Will Goat. That legend. Gottlieb. Follow that him on Twitter legend. at Won't Gottlieb. Will, we, we're almost out of time, but we can go for another 10 minutes-ish. Um... How are you? What was the mood like in the UC tonight? I already blew my top. Go. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, I think today deserved uh, an apathy meter more so than an anger meter because <laughs> this was just like, okay, we're done here. Um, basically, it was over from tip, and you kind of knew that was happening. Like, they'd already clinched. I think they were lacking motivation, uh, they meaning the Bulls. Um, and yeah, you just didn't see the energy execution. Nothing was really there. And Billy came out kind of firing in post game. Um, I tweeted a bunch of quotes from him. I don't want to read them all and I'll put them in my story for tomorrow. But basically, like, we've got to be better. You know, we're dealing on the margins here. You're fighting for the margins. And you know why we're losing? Because the other teams understand that and we don't. And Zach was really pissed. And he was, you know, if I could tell you what was going on, we would have it fixed, but we're not sure what's happening. We know it's frustrating because we've been such a good team in the past. And now, I mean, they're playing like a 15, 20 win team over the last 20 games. Yeah. So it's frustrating. Everybody feels it. Um, but I think the, I don't know if this is just sort of like coach speak, um, looking for optimism and silver linings, but, you know, to have these moments before the playoffs where, you know, everything is going wrong and you have to figure out a way to adjust. Um, that is sort of like the, the first adjustment that you have to make in the first round of a playoff series. So um, that's not to say they're going to figure it out and that they'll make that adjustment, but it is, you know, better to feel it now, I think, than getting just absolutely smacked with, you know, imagine if they had not seen any trapping before and in the first round, that's just what happens. And tomorrow just, they don't figure it out. And then, they're down 0-2 and the, and the series is over. Um, so they're starting to see these things and adjust to them. And, you know, it sucks. But as we've said, and, and Billy said it tonight, like the truth is somewhere in the middle. They're not this bad, although it feels that way because they've lost 12 out of 12 games to the, uh, you know, top three teams in the East. So uh, it's tough and, and people are justifiably upset. But um, I don't know. Yeah, there, I guess there are some silver linings here. Mm. Well, was was it brought up by anyone to ask Billy Donovan why DeMar DeRozan, why Zach Avina and those guys were in the lineup tonight or why they played so many minutes tonight? Yeah, um, not directly, but, uh, you know, he's he's made it clear that um, continuity and trying to, like, break their way out of whatever this slump or downward trend is um, is the most important thing right now, obviously outside of health. So Caruso sat out tonight and his back has been a problem. He needs to sit out. That's fine. Um, Zach, I think is, is pretty close to being on the line there, but it sounds like, you know, it's continue to say the same thing. It's a pain management thing and not something that he's going to potentially, you know, structurally damage his knee any further. Um, or I guess there is no structural damage, so he's not going to mess it up any further. Um, but I, I think it's really important for them to, sort of try to figure this out and not give up on the season. And yeah, I mean, I I go back and forth on it. Like, I think there's something to be said for that, but also like if you're just getting smoked by all these good teams by 25 points, like what are you really learning about yourself in those situations? It's like more demoralizing that way. It's like you're in our brains and I love it. (laughs) I can see. You see it, right? Not turning green. (laughs) The anger meter was 9.9 tonight, Will, in case you were wondering. Oh, baby. <laughs> the Bulls jersey is ripping. Yes. The details. That's what's important. The details. Um, <sighs> Breathe, Peck. What, what's the plan for Charlotte and Minnesota? 
play better. I mean, I think that's kind of the problem is that they don't really know what's going on. Like you can, you can point your finger to like, uh, you know, missed shots and like health and tough schedule, but like, these are not things that you can identify on the game plan and say like, we need to make this adjustment. I think that's the most concerning part for me is that like they're missing shots. That's not something you can like change. If you could change that, they'd make all their shots and they would be really, really good. Um, you know, they're, they're playing a lot of hard teams. I think they, you know, just for, for me, um, I don't think they're moving the ball super well. I think they're hesitating on shots. This like this concept of missing a shot and letting it snowball into having zero confidence, um, passing up shots, like dribbling into 18 foot jumpers. You know, they're not going to like, they're going down by 12 points in the first quarter, every single game. Like they're not going to 18 foot jumper their way back into it. So uh, I think they just like, they need to like change their mentality. I think that's the biggest thing. And that's, that's a hard thing to do. That's kind of what Billy was saying post game is like, they're just not focused. They're not um, playing with any sort of swagger right now. Um, so I think it's that, I think it's like execution on defense. Like the point of attack defense is really, you know, we, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but like Caruso and Lonzo, the way that they're able to get over screens basically prevents every cascading effect of bulls bad rotations on defense and they don't have that anymore and then it's not coming back so uh that's just going to be a problem unless they can figure something else out um and i think the other thing is like just trying to be experimental like today we saw Derek Jones jr in uh for like the first time playing real minutes um and i thought he looked great they were switching some screens uh he was getting out in transition he was blocked shot he was getting steals. And I think most importantly, like he wasn't making his shots, but he was aggressive and quick with the trigger. And I like to see that, like nobody's making shots, but uh, they have to keep shooting them. And I like what he can do attacking closeouts. They also played Tristan Thompson with Booch, which I think we can all agree is not the move, but you know, they're, they're just trying to go out there and, and do what they can to figure this out and try to get out of it before you know, the playoffs start when things really start to matter. So they do kind of have, it's almost like preseason, right? Like you, you have these games. It doesn't affect where you are in the standings. Like they're going to get the six seed. It doesn't really make a difference. They have no control over who they're going to face in the first round regardless. So they may as well take this opportunity to try to shoot their way out of a slump, to try to, you know, play around with lineups or um, rotations or, you know, play types or whatever it may be to try to break themselves out of the slump because, I think everybody's just kind of at a loss right now. And that is a concerning thing. It's a, it's a disappointing thing. Um, but I think you need to be out there in order to figure those things out. That's kind of the, the reason why they want to keep playing and the reason why, um, and, and kind of like the, the what, what they're going to be working on in the next couple of games. Well, do you think we've seen the last of uh, Alex Caruso in this regular season? Um. I'm not sure. I think he probably shouldn't play again. I don't really know what he gains by playing. Like it's obviously an issue that like, you know, is, is not like or playing is not helping him. So uh, you, you kind of know what you're getting from Caruso as a player and you want to preserve that at the same time, the way he's described it is tightness and not, um, you know, being sore. And I think that, to me and not a doctor here obviously but like it it could be one of those things where you want to like keep it moving you don't want to like let it get worse by sitting down I think he he basically said like he was out for such a long time and that's when you know coming back from that that's kind of when his back started to to flare up a little bit and so maybe playing makes more sense but um yeah I think for me especially with like the wrist still also not being 100 percent um I would have no problems sitting him or Zach the rest of the way. But, um, and honestly, they should give them our day off. But uh, I get why they want to keep, keep those guys out there. Yeah. We got to go. These people in the comments are freaking crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. Um, we're going to go home. Let's all try and get some sleep and, and try to face a brighter day tomorrow, I guess. You, sir. Um, Realize the jersey you're wearing and hug it tight. Joaquin will protect me in my sleep tonight. He's yes. my he's my dream catcher. Yes. Uh, will, thank you for popping in at the last minute. We appreciate you, buddy. The hair follow looks amazing. Will, uh, follow Will for all of his great Bulls insights and inside info at Won't Got Leave on Twitter. 
Um, we can't wait for this homestand to be over and one last Bulls one road game, game so you can come hang out with us in studio, Will. And then Sunday, we're back in studio. Yeah. Very Trio's back, stuff. baby. Yes, sir. On Sunday. Um, in the meantime, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll have uh, – the Bulls are off tomorrow. We'll have a pod out for you guys sometime tomorrow afternoon, and then we'll be back here in studio Friday for pre and post uh, bookending the Bulls and the Hornets. Hey. For our producer, Joey, Joey, Big Dave, Bow Sports on Twitter. I'm Matt, <laughs> Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls and the Goat Leap. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. Deep breaths. Tomorrow's a new day. See you, Red. Be good. <laughs>